mentioned this previously, but you definitely put the lime and the coconut. You put them both together. When do you put in the booze? You never put in the booze. Then what's the point? Um, I don't know. Oh shoot, we're recording. Oh, oh well, that oh, was that was awkward. Sorry yeah. about that. Oops. Hey, how's it going, everyone? It is time for another exciting, wonderful, fantastic, uber wonderful episode of. <gasps> Actually, I was going to say the name of the show is Hey Honey, I've Been Thinking. Not Hey Honey, I've Been Sneezing. Right. Sorry if you blew out your eardrums. I'm Travis. And I'm Heather. All right. So, yeah, time again for another wonderful episode. So, thank you for tuning in. All right. And Heather's popping her knuckles. Yeah. Yeah, that well, feels good. <laughs> it always feels good. Sorry. Mm, baby. Oh. Anyway, let's just go ahead and dive right on in. Sure. Hey, honey, I've been thinking. Sure, what have you been thinking about? I'm thinking I'm not going to be buying Bayonetta 3 for the Nintendo Switch. Really? Why not? Well, here's the thing. There's a big controversy that is surrounding this game, and it has to deal with the voice actress. What's the controversy? The controversy is... Um, they didn't want to pay her uh, the usual amount of money that they would pay a voice actor for a big production such as this. Now, here's the thing. The Bayonetta series started out as a game that was being developed for Sega by Platinum Games. It was released on multiple platforms, and this became a big franchise. And the, the franchise itself has garnered or, over $450 million in sales. So it's a pretty big deal. Not only that, the character had been licensed out to other things, including being in Super Smash Brothers. But the voice actress who has been with the franchise, Helena Taylor, is not in this game because they were only going to pay her four thousand dollars. Seriously, I mean, for Excuse someone me. who. Who has been there from the beginning, who have developed the character, who developed all that, you know, the personality and everything, who's been there from the beginning. Only 4G? Seriously? $4,000. Seriously. I mean, that's kind of a slap in the face. It really. seriously is. And the fans are livid when they found out about this. Even she went on Twitter and she had explained why she wasn't in this game because originally Platinum Games said, well, she's not available this time because of overlapping duties in other words yeah they're they, lying they were, they, they were to, lying they were trying to fleece it they were just basically trying to give some kind of a bogus uh reason as to why she wasn't there saying that she was probably busy with something else mm -hmm. when in fact they didn't want to pay her more than just four thousand dollars that's absolutely ridiculous so what i'm going to do i'll get the game when it's used furthermore I'm not going to buy any DLC for the game because you know there's going to be DLC. So I'm not going to buy that because I'm not going to throw any money towards Platinum Games. And unfortunately, I don't want to throw any money towards Nintendo on this because this is absolutely insane. You have somebody who helped create this character vocally. She gave Bayonetta a voice. And to have somebody else to come in because you... And the voice actress had a disagreement because of what you're going to pay her. And she's rightfully upset about this. I would be too. Here's an industry that I really, really wish I could have gotten into. 
and I'd love to be a voice actor, and I'm still young enough, I probably could. But it is so sad when you have these companies, these conglomerates, that say, you know what, uh, if you don't want to do this for 4000 we'll find somebody else who will do it for you, because we make the money. Yeah, and that's that's all fine dandy. That's the way the, the business world works, yeah. sad to say. It's all about the money and saving money and uh, making the bottom line, and they don't care who they step on in the process to get there. So, yeah, I'm not buying this game new. I'm not throwing any game uh, any money towards uh, Platinum Games. They can just go ahead and, you know, they can take a, sh a long walk on the short pier. So, yeah, I agree. You know. But uh, that's my uh, my two cents on that. So here we go. One other thing I want to mention before we continue on with the next topic is if anybody wants to buy a new copy of Bayonetta 3, and even the voice actor suggested this, why don't you just donate the money to charity? You know, give it to a, uh, a charity that deserves, you know, your money for, you know, for what you're going to spend on this. Or better yet, Go spend your money on something else. Go buy a different game. Because I think the newest Call of Duty is going to be coming out here real soon. Save your money for that. Even though that's going to be about 70 darn dollars. But still. Yeah. I would not give any money to Platinum Games. Nope. Okay. That's so. Okay. That's the end of my two cents. That's like <laughs> two cents and an extra penny. All right. Yeah. That was three cents worth. Okay. Okay. You can go next. All right. So I got something that's bothering me a little bit. Sure. Hey, honey. I've been irritated by. Oh, I'm sorry. What you been irritated by, dear? Well, the the new Mario movie. Okay. And it's not for the reason you think. It it's not for the fact of Chris Pratt or um the other actors that are in it. It's over who's whining over it. Yeah. You got this guy. I always. Okay. Okay. I always so, script his last name. All right. I'll I'll do it. She's talking about John Leguizamo, who played Luigi in the original Super Mario Brothers movie that came out in 1993, right. and he has his panties in a twist. Yeah. Yeah. She's whining because there's no Latin lead. Um, Mario Brothers were Italian plumbers. Guess what? They're not Latin. They're white. They're. Um. Yeah. Sorry. You can. Unbunch your little Colombian panties and uh, get over it. Um, he has been doing nothing but white bashing for years. That's all he's been doing since basically the 90s. From 2000 on up for the past 20 years, he's been doing nothing but whining and complaining about anybody who's white, how the industry is all anti-Latin. He's married to a white Jewish woman. Yeah, so I would be embarrassed to be his husband. To no, be, you're embarrassed to be his wife. I would be embarrassed wife. to be his wife because, well... <laughs> I knew what you meant. Because, well, I don't know. I would probably say embarrassed to be his husband because he's acting like a little... You're going to bleep me out a little... That's fine. Um, because, but, I'm sorry, but yes, he's saying, oh, they went all white and there's nobody that's transgender, trans-neutral... What? Who cares? Who cares? The fact is, okay, here's, I'm sorry, I gotta jump in here on this. Are you kidding me? Have you, you were in Super Mario Brothers. Who played Mario? That's right, the late, great Bob Hoskins, who was Sir Bob Hoskins. Who no was, less. I'm sorry, wait, 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 
English white man. Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? He wasn't Latin American? No. He wasn't Colombian like him? And, da- and the woman who played Daisy, she was white. <gasps> wait. Wait. Sir Dennis Hopper, because, yeah, he was a oh sir. My God. He was knighted. He was oh white. Oh, my God. Oh, my word. Oh what my in the world's word. going on? No, but but no, in all seriousness. But okay. They, his, they, his post he posted, he tweeted, says, So glad Super Mario Bros. is getting the reboot. Obviously, it's iconic enough. Too bad they went all white. No Latinx in the lead. Groundbreaking color, blind casting, and original. Plus, I'm the only one who knows how to make this movie work script-wise. Really? But really, it okay. bombed. It freaking bombed. That I movie. like the movie, not for him. I like it because of Hopper and Hoskins. I did not like his role in this. He's He sucked. And the thing is, though, this oh, movie oh. had daily rewrite, rewrite, daily rewrites. When they were filming this every day, they were given updated scripts because it just wasn't gelling altogether. And you had the audacity to say that you could have worked with this? No, no, you couldn't. All right, you were in a turd. You were in a turd back in '93. You and you and Bob Hoskins had admitted that you guys were always drunk on the set because you couldn't stand how this movie was being made. So you know what? You don't have a hat to throw into the ring on this, buddy. You really don't. So just go ahead. Just admit the fact that you didn't get hired onto this role to play Luigi oh. again because nobody would care. Uh, so guess what? Just shut up okay. and sit down. And he's saying this is an all-white cast. Well, somebody tell Keegan Michael Key. Exactly. I'm Ke- sorry, uh, Keegan, you're white. Per per John here, you're a white boy. Yeah. So um, yeah, this is pathetic. Yeah, really Keegan irritating. Michael Key is the voice of Toad. And who? What color is Keegan Michael Key? Black. So it's well, not all-white cast, you moron. And you know what? I just think he, John has his little panties in a twist because he hasn't been getting any good roles or any good offers. Yeah, he's been doing stuff a little bit here and there. He played little bit parts in movies that are in TV shows that are pretty much what nobody watches. I looked at his IBDM. It's pretty pathetic. Uh, so he's basically been just a whiny little child. Because, oh, they didn't offer it to him. Oh, shut up and sit down. My goodness. Yeah, so you know what? Yeah, that that's my irritation because he's just a bratty little child and he needs a you know what? If you feel there isn't enough Latin movies made, why don't you start your own production company and produce some and quit whining and complaining like a child? Do something about it. You've got some money and influence, do something about it. And also, I wonder how how much he's getting for royalties for every DVD of Super Mario Brothers that's sold, or how many or residual? What is it? Um, residual. Residuals. Any residuals from any showings of the movie on television? Probably not very much. But you know what? I just I I think he I've lost all former respect for him for this. This is no. This I, I just can't, makes no. me lose all form. I had some respect for him for him staying up for his beliefs and everything, but this was just pathetic. This is just him trying to keep his name out there and he's just another fading star. I'm sorry. And he you- ain't aging well either. He looks like a bag of crap. But anywho, 
Yeah, let's move on um, to something hey, else. Hey, honey. Yeah. I've been thinking. What you been thinking about? What do you want for your birthday? Um. We we discussed that you can have a couple different things, but but what what do you want for your birthday? Well, why don't you mention to the fan here that's listening? The, the single person that's listening. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. I think that I want to get you if you want it. I don't know if you want it or not, or if we even need it. But I was thinking about getting you the Killer Instinct Arcade One Up. What do yes, you think? Yes, I would love to get that now. I'm absolutely terrible at fighting games, but I love playing them. This one was unique because um, with Killer Instinct, this was a joint venture between Rare and Nintendo. And they've had a pretty good relationship for years before that. And what the, the, the game originally was going to be in the arcades and later ported to the Nintendo 64, which didn't exactly happen. When the game came out in 1995... The Nintendo 64 was not out yet, so they ported that to the Super Nintendo. Still a good game. I mean, we have a copy, and it's cool. Um, but they didn't really release um, the follow-up to Killer Instinct on home consoles. Uh, the, what they did is, when the Nintendo 64 finally did come out, about a year later, we got somewhat of a port of Killer Instinct 2, which is called Killer Instinct Gold. It's okay. I mean... It, it wasn't nearly as powerful as the arcade counterpart, which was Killer Instinct 2. But this is kind of nice. I'm really thinking about asking for this for my birthday because the games look awesome. Oh, they look so gorgeous. But do we have room in the arcade room? We're Our them. game room now? <laughs> as it stands at this moment, we have four arcade cabinets plus a, uh, an arcade cocktail cabinet, which has over 30 games. We may have to move something out of there. <laughs> we might have to move the TV and the uh, other um, consoles, you know, the PS4, the Nintendo. And all, move yeah, them down. the Sega Saturn. Yeah, I got to move all that out of there so we can put this up because later on this year, if it works out all right, uh-huh. we're planning a Christmas present for the both of us. Right. Tell him, tell them what, or tell him or her. Him or her. Um, what we are planning to get ourselves as a joint Christmas gift, not including any other gifts. We want to get drag- the Dragon's Lair Arcade 1-Up cabinet. And I've seen this thing. It looks beautiful. I mean, it's not honestly, the design of it isn't as good as the actual arcade cabinet, but those are very, very hard to come by. Unless we win the Powerball, we can't get the real thing, dear. Well, even if we try to get the real thing, it would take a lot of maintenance. Because keep in mind, with Dragon's Lair, and everybody should know this, that game ran on a Laserdisc. Mm-hmm. And Laserdiscs, especially when they're in arcades, those things need a lot of maintenance and repairs. Because you got people using it left, right, and center. And there might have been some that been a little abusive towards it because they get so pissed off, they kick the machine. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, um, no, but I... Would love to get that because we love Dragon's Lair. Oh, I mean, yeah. Heather's seen me play that game a lot. And why do I like it? Um, Who's the animator? Well, Don Bluth, of course. Hello, love his stuff. I mean, excuse me, The Secret of Nim? Thumbelina? An American Tale? Awesome, beautiful work, beautiful work. And also, let's not forget, when he was part of Disney, Robin Hood. Exactly. Oodalali. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, that's something good. 
And, you know, that'd be exciting to do. Yeah. So the uh, arcade one for uh, Killer Instinct gets the first two games, plus it also has Battletoads, mm -hmm. which that is a really sick game. And I mean sick. In fact, there's actual bloodletting. It's gross, but it is so much fun. <laughs> and, of course, with the Dragon's Air arcade one, it has Dragon's Air 1 and 2. I don't want to call it Dragon's Air 1 because there's never been a 1 in front of it. But it's Dragon Slayer, Dragon Slayer 2, and Space Ace, and Space Ace. Oh, my God. Droll. Oh, I love that game. Even though it's hard as... It's, it's a hard game. I'm trying to be PG, even though you did uh, swear earlier, and I had I, to fix that. Yeah, I know, I know. But that's okay. That's all right. Well, I had a good reason for it. And that's totally fine. That dolphin sound effect is going to come in handy. Hey, I love it. It's cute. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't want to talk about it, but I'll bring this up. Um... One thing I am doing for myself, and I should get the final part delivered on Wednesday. Wednesday, is as of I'm, this recording. As of this recording. I am building myself a new computer, um, with the exception of the GPU and the hard drive, which I got to transfer from my old to the new one. But it's my old GPU is a 2060 Ti, and I mean, next month, I'm, I'm going to get me a newer GPU, so... That, that'll be fine. And I'll get me an additional hard drive for a backup memory. So I'm not worried about that. So that's right. it. But I'm going, finally getting an i9. Um, I'm rocking. I just have an i5 now and it's slow. I have six gig of RAM and I'm finally be able to get up to 64. Granted, my motherboard can hold 128, but I can only afford the 64 right now. At least till until the beginning of the year, then I'll get the full one twenty eight. Yeah, and then, and then I'm gonna upgrade yours to the full one twenty eight because I only have thirty two on mine. Right, right. So, and you like how fast it runs now? I do. In fact, um, when you built my computer last year, um, uh, by the way, thank you for that. Still, that was so unbelievably awesome that you did that for me. One of the first games I had to buy for it was um. Res Resident Evil Village. Uh-huh. And it ran as smooth as butter. It was always just pristine. I mean, I wasn't able to do the ray tracing on it because for some reason I didn't have that ability on that, but it didn't matter. It looked amazing. Well, I mean, I'm... Yes, I mean, next month I'm going to get me a more updated GPU. The one I have, my 2060, is still better than yours. So, I mean, if you want to have the 2060, you can. Or I could just get you a good one like mine. I'd, I'd uh, rather probably just get like a newer one. So, I mean, I can wait with mine. Because right now I'm just playing like retro games on mine and uh, <coughs> Doom. <clears throat> so, you know. And I, I need um, the more RAM and the faster processor um, for my work mainly. But, I mean, I drool. I would love to get the new Ryzen Threadripper. <laughs> 64 cores. Seriously? Come on, the i9 is only 8 core. And I would do... Oh, God. Yeah, but honey... $7,000 for one chip. Exactly. Drool. Like, nope, I can't afford that, nor do I need something like that. If you were to get something like that, if we came across seven grand to get that for you, you wouldn't need to upgrade your computer ever. Well, because they have the motherboards for that, and the motherboards will hold... um. 256 gig of RAM. That's just the RAM on the motherboards. 
you would not need to upgrade your computer ever again if you were to get something like that. And you could always already get the 4000 series on uh, GPUs. So, I mean... But you know... But I'm prepared for my upgrades because I made sure it bought me... Um, I don't remember what power source I have in mine, but I went ahead and bought a, a 1050 so, so I have more than enough power to cover it. Plus, it's RGB lighting, too. <laughs> Everything is colorful and customizable, and it's going to be pretty and colorful and sparkly. And while you guys are coming back down from that, just a quick reminder of uh, www.basementprotocolproductions.com. Check that website out. It's got a lot of awesome content, um, lots yeah. of different videos, mm-hmm. live yeah. streams, just something for everybody. And that's basementprotocolproductions.com. Check out the Facebook page as well as go on YouTube and uh, all the other places where you can find your podcast. There they are. But, so, um, um, is there any else you want to talk about we, well, well i mean it's kind of a we're as of this recording about like almost 22 minutes into it i know right but yeah we're just kind of breezing through all of this but the, i was just going to mention yeah your uh computer that you have or gonna have all put together it's all basically rgb lighting and it's just gonna you know yeah like i said i mean i currently only have a one gig on what's one gig one terabyte hard drive i was gonna say one gig what is this 1996 one terabyte hard drive now and it's halfway full i mean like i so uh, next month i do need to get me the backup so i have backup memory and i could transfer my data over to that one um but you know what? I'm looking forward to building it. I got, I mean, the, the tower next to me and some of the parts right next to me. I'm looking forward to waiting for my motherboard and my chip to put her together. And I'm excited. I love doing it. It's fun to do it together. I mean, it's they're easy to put together and that's more fun than you realize. And I always joke whenever somebody um, builds a computer, I always joke and say, but will it run Doom? But I got to remember to feed the hamster inside the computer so I could keep it alive. You know, you need to keep the pellets the and the cheese and also make sure it stays hydrated, you know. Yeah. So it's running on the wheel. That's how many, you know. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Back in the day, ding, you could remember the uh, the computers that didn't have a whole lot of memory. And oh, wow, it's like, okay, one gig is a lot. Ooh, oh, my gosh. And now it's like, seriously. Please, now, nowadays I, I, can, like, I can blow a gig real fast. Um, give me a program and it's gone. Well, nowadays, I mean, if, I mean, I bet you right now when we go on and go like, oh, I got an eight terabyte hard drive in my computer. And then like 20 years in the future, you're like, eight gig. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> but here's the thing. That reminds me. Um, I'm going to be starting. Oh, wait. Hey, honey, I've been thinking. Sure. What have you been thinking about? Okay. I'm going to be starting my second job here real soon. <laughs> And I'm dealing with a bunch of morons already. And uh, just that's nice, dear. Okay. Yeah. But honey, everybody deals with that. So I mean, we we're here to talk about new stuff. Well, no, because and that's that's old stuff. Well, I mean, I'm trying to pad out time a little bit here. I know. But now I'm just this. I'm going to be a, a home agent for a a very major company. I'm not going to mention their names, but um. Yeah, it's funny because I did orientation here this past week with this company and already dealing with a bunch of morons. You got some who just, okay, here's, 
this the thing about the computers that that's what brought up this topic. Personal computers, as we know, have been around since the seventies. Okay, right, and they became mostly affordable with the internet. I would say from the mid nineties, so I would say about two thousand for at least almost twenty five years, people have had readily access to the internet and computers at home at a relatively cheap price. And we can all agree that. Technology has expanded throughout this whole time to where everything is a lot more user-friendly. Okay, bear that in mind when I tell you the story. So, I'm at orientation. Some of these people are like, I'm lost. I don't know what I'm doing. Where are we again? They're not paying attention. It's like, I can't see where this is at. Where is it? I'm like, okay, this is where I get so frustrated with people. Everything is right there okay you just have to look it's not rocket science if you've had a computer for this long you ought to know how this works or where this is at but it irritates me yep because the f6 button is between the f5 and the f7 yeah the control button is on either side of the lower left or lower right it says ctrl i mean it makes it kind of you know understandable yeah. And most people can't figure out where a control button is or what an F button is or where the F buttons are. Or you have to explain to them how to left click or right click on a mouse. Adur. I'm not kidding on this. But, you know, makes me wonder if some people are really that oblivious or they just want somebody else to do their stuff for them. Yeah, I, I can't stand people who do that garbage. And... Something that really irritates me at this group as well is I'm willing to bet the reason why they're lost or not able to keep up, they're easily distracted. You're told not to be on your phones when you're working. If you're in orientation or if you're doing training, you cannot be on your phones. You have absolutely no distractions at all. But these idiots still do this. They still go ahead and get distracted. Then finally, when they... They're told to do something like, ah, what, what, what? I was a bunch of hillbilly Jims and Jones in this. I don't know if they're hillbilly Jones or Jones, you know. But, oh, good. And something else that you're not supposed to be on is Wi-Fi. Your computer needs to be hardwired into the router because Wi-Fi isn't always reliable. And furthermore, you're not supposed to be using your laptop because Guess what? In this job, you have to use the function keys. You know those F1, F2 keys at the top of the keyboard that we were joking about earlier? You have to use those. But if you're using a laptop, you have to press an additional button in conjunction with those F keys. And that's a pain in the backside. So we have to tell them, use an external keyboard. Yeah, well, I mean, these individuals... um know enough to fill out an application to the company and to apply and to um, understand, basic understands of how to open up an email and respond to that and get into the training class via the internet. So they have some comprehension. I just, like you said, I do believe they're getting distracted or you know what? They figured, oh, gee, this is really work. Ugh, I don't want to work where there's work. And I just don't understand. Some of these are older people. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. 
we've all had the same amount of time with computers. In fact, I've spent most of my life using a computer. You know the first computer I ever used? A Commodore VIC-20. Same here. That was the very first computer I ever used. I was in Germany. I was about, I was a little kid. My dad brought it home and then played on that for a long time. And then um, if you wanted to play a game on it, you had to type in the program. And we didn't have anything to save it on. So you spent, for a little kid, you spent, it seemed like forever to type in a program to play a game for five minutes and then turn it off and it's gone. So, yeah, and then we had a 60, um, Commodore 64. Never had one. I wish I had one, though. And then um, later on, um, when we moved from Germany to Arizona, my dad bought a desktop. Because when he was in the military, he did a lot with computers. So he always worked on computers. Not as rebuilding, but, you know, like his job was always on computers. Right. And so he always had computers, but... Uh, back in the day, like I said, one one gigabyte was, or, you know, a, a ton of memory. And nowadays, you blow it off. And so, you know, the baby boomers have had a lot of experience with computers. Why is it all of a sudden they're acting like they don't know where to find things at? Um, I, Seriously? If you... You've had more experience with computers than we have. And for that regard, there is no excuse for you saying, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing here. It's so easy, okay? I come from a generation, like I said, where we, I've been surrounded by computers. I know what to do. I somewhat learned basic on a Commodore VIC-20, you know? But it, it there's no excuse. If you don't know how to operate a computer, why in the world do you have one in the first place? I mean, I can't write code or program. I can't do that. Now, if I go to college, take some courses, maybe I could. But I know how to build them. I know how to fix my computer when it glitches. Same I, here. I know how to do that. Yes, do I have my freak out moments when it glitches and messes up? Oh, heck yeah. But who doesn't? Exactly. But I know what to do when it comes to situations like that. Um, uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. if you have any computer problems, come to us. We'll fix them. But anyway... Okay, I think that's uh, more than enough right there. I think, think so, too. I'm getting tired. Yeah, me too. Um, I just... I gotta get up early in the morning. Yeah, and I gotta... I just gotta get up in the morning. <laughs> so, but anyways, alright, thank you very much for listening to us. And once again, just as a reminder, all new episodes of the show, well, new when they uh, become available are available at 8 a.m. Central Time, Monday mornings, on your favorite podcast platform of choice. I'm Travis. And I'm Heather. You guys have yourselves a good week, I suppose, and we'll see you next time. Or we'll, you'll hear from us next time. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Bye. www.basementprotocolproductions.com This has been a Basement Protocol production.